Today's daf is Bavakama daf yud beis, and we are nine lines from the top of daf yud aleph omid beis va'omar ulo, omar rebel lazer. Today's daf is being learned as a schos for achenu bnei yisrael hanasuna batzaru v'shivya. Today's daf is also being learned as a schos refuah shalema for refal Moshe Elimelech ben Basha and li'ilu nishmas Moshe Yedidya ben Yechiel Mechel Hashem Yimkom Damai. So. Yesterday, the majority of the daf dealt with the halacha of habaylim metaplim benavela. In other words, if somebody has a shar, for example, and it kills somebody else's shar, the halacha is the bal hashar who killed is going to be responsible to pay. The question is, what do we do with the nevela? The nevela has value. Do we take the nevela and apply it towards the tashlume nezek that the mazik has to pay so that the mazik will only have to pay the difference between what the animal was worth alive versus what it's worth now as a nevela? Or do we say that the mazik keeps the nevela, but as it relates to his tashlumen, he has to pay the full value of what the shar that was killed was worth. The Gemara said that to a degree this conversation is a moot point. Because being that the halacha is Yoshev Rabbi Shava Kesef Afilusuban. So regardless, the mazik can take the nevela and then Bevasachas return it to the sender, give it back to the Nizik and use it as his payment. So the Gemara clarified and said that true. But the Shaila is do we look at the value of this nevela based on what it's worth at the time that the mazik is making the payment, at the time of the Ahmadabedin, or do we say that the nevela is not even included ki'ilu in the hezek, and whatever it was worth at the time that the hezek took place, that's how much we're going to view its value right now at the Shas HaMadabedin, so that if it went down in value, the Pchas Nevela is going to belong to the Nizik, and the responsibility of the Mazik is going to be to pay the difference between what the animal was worth alive versus what the animal was worth at the time that it was killed. But any depreciation that happened after that is going to be on the Cheshben of the Nizik, that's not going to be on the Cheshben of the Mazik. And the Gemara brought not one, not two, but three Limudim, that the Halal is pras nevelu The Gemara then went from there and discussed me inyan le inyan ba'isa inyan. How do we assess pras nevelu and how do we view the concept of bailim metaplim benevelu when it comes to a ganev or when it comes to a gazlan or when it comes to a shayl? Now, in the context of that me inyan le inyan digger discussion, the Gemara brought a halacha that Ula said in the name of Rabbi Laza. Amar Ulo, Amar Abelazar, Shaman Leganev Ulagaza. Just like there's a Shuma with regards to the Nevelo when it comes to Nezakin, the same is true as it relates to Ganev Agaza. Meaning, even though it's not something that everybody agreed with, but Ulo said over in the name of Abelazar, Kach Kibalti, that this is what the Allah is going to be. And then the Gemara did what it sometimes does.
digress. And the Gemara goes and mentions halacha after halacha that Ula said in the name of Rabbi Loza. Hatzada Shabbat Shabbat is that they all have nothing to do with Mesechus Babagama. However, these are a whole collection, a series of dinim that was said by Ula in the name of Rabbi Loza. The first was Negei Hilchas Nida. The second was Negeya Hilchas Pidyan Aben. The third was Negeya Hilchas Kenyanim. Today we're going to go through a few more. We're going to finish the sugya that is the Inyan Amar Ula Amar Rabbalazar. Not above a kama digedaf, as it's really in the middle of the digression discussing all these different halachas that were said over by this formulation of Amoyron. Amar Ula Amar Rabbalazar. Zakhtagamar. This first halacha we're going to learn today is Negeya Hilchas Nachlois. So Ula said in the name of Rabbi Lazar, if you have two brothers that divided a Yerusha and now they come to Bezdin to work out all the details, said Rabbi Lazar, a very big chiddush, any clothing that the brothers are wearing when they come to Bezdin are included in the Shuma, meaning they have to be taken into account when we figure out the Yachloiku. However, However, any clothing that their sons or daughters and the Rishonim say wives are wearing, that will not be included in this Cheshmet. Meaning, a man died. There's a Yerusha, it's going to be divided. There's going to be a Dintaira, it seems, of some sorts. In the interim, the Oilam started spending the money. So this brother bought a new suit, and this brother bought a new rekel, and the sons and the daughters, and everybody's walking around with new clothing per the Yerusha. The question is, when they actually sit down to divide the Yerusha, do we say, listen, whatever you bought, you're allowed to keep. Whatever is remaining, that's going to be divided. Or no. The man died. You had no right, maybe, to go spend this money. And as a result, that that you're wearing and that, that you bought needs to be included. So Ula Amar Abelaz is talking specifically about clothing and specifically about clothing that the brothers are wearing. So Amar Ula Amar Abelazar, Ha'achin Shechalku, Masha'aleim, any clothing that they're wearing gets included in the Shuma. However, any clothing that Bnei'im and Bnei'isayim are wearing is not going to be included in the Shuma. And the reason, says Rashi, is because... The brothers, it was understood, were going to come to court at some point, probably wearing their new suit that they just bought. This is their power suit that they're going to bring now for their big moment here when they stand in front of a judge and a jury. So, being that it was understood that this was going to be in court, so Besden was going to see the clothing, and as a result, they'd figure out what it's worth, and they'd be able to very easily throw it into the cheshven to figure out how to make this yachliku. But it's not the derech of Bnei and Ben Bnei to go to court. And being that it's not the derech for them to go to court, it was sort of understood that there's some discretionary money that the family's allowed to use, and no one is going to force the Enochlech to have to stand in front of a Bezdin, or Kalkfudabas Melech Pnima to have the Isha have to stand in front of Bezdin, so it's implied that there was a Mechila of some sorts, and as a result, Masha'aleyen, Ein Shaman, whatever, they're wearing that is not included in the Shuma because we assumed there was a Mechila. Now, there's a whole Arichas here in the Rishonim starting with Taisfus that this is all true if they made up, not if they didn't make up. What about if they bought Shabbos clothing and now it's the middle of the week? So in order to get the clothing to come to Bezdin, you wouldn't have to bring the children into Bezdin. All you'd have to do is take the suit and bring the suit into Bezdin. Okay, it's not the derech for the child to come to Bezdin, but the child's suit could come to Bezdin. So Taisvis quotes the riff. And again, I am very shining for some of the Prateidinim, but this is high level what Ula said in the name of Rabbi Lazar. Sometimes, Af Masha Leim ain't shaman. 
even possible that one of the brothers would walk into Bezdin and even the suit that he's wearing, that he bought from the estate before the Chalukah, would not be included in the Cheshman. How's that possible? If it's the oldest brother, and the because it benefits and it behooves the other brothers that the Bechar, the representative of this family, be dressed well. Because this person now that the father's not alive is going to have to protect the financial interests. He's the apotropist, so to speak, of the mishpacha. And if you're dressed a certain way, sometimes people listen to you and they give you a little bit more respect. They give you a little bit more covet. So it's considered a business expense. And it's for that reason, it doesn't get thrown back into the pot. You can skim it off the top. It's something that's understood that all the brothers are having a benefit from. And therefore, that will not be thrown back into the cheshman. Amar Ula, Amar Rabbi Laza, another Allah that Ula said in the name of Rabbi Laza, and this is Negeya Dine Shoimrin. This is a major sugya. It's a sugya in the Sechdes Bava Metzia, Daflamid Vava Medalef, which is Perak Hamafkid. So again, Dovara Oimid Bruma Shaloylam that we're going to go through way too quickly. Shoimr Shemasa Le Shoimr. So we're familiar with the Dalit Shoimr. There's a Shoimr Chinam, Shoimr Sachar, a Noise Sachar, the Hashayl, and all the Dalit Shoimr have different halachas. So we have a shomer who's watching something. We don't know what type of shomer yet. He took this thing that he was watching and he gave it over to another shomer. So the halacha is potter. The shomerishan is going to be potter. Meaning anything that the shomerishan would be potter from had he been watching it himself, he'll still be potter from despite the fact that he gave it over to someone else. Rashi says, right out of the gate, what's the chiddush? You could have thought that a shomer that's muscle a shomer is by definition a peshev. And being that it doesn't matter what shomer you are, you're always chayev if you're peshev. So maybe shomer is a muscle a shomer by definition has to be chayev. Because if anything happens, even a noinus happens, if you're peshev, you're going to be chayev. So therefore you would have thought that halach is, you should be chayev. Kamash malon, that's the chiddush, Amar Ula, Amar Avalaza, Shoymer, Shemasa, L'Shoymer, Pata. And he said it with a yishmak, This is not only true for a shoymechinam. That gave over this pikadon to a shoymechinam. In which case, the level of shmira just got upgraded. Shoymechinam is chayev more than a shoymechinam's chayev whereas a Shemachinim's partner in Gneva Vaveda, which means that the Shemachinim is going to have more Chiyuve Shmira, he's going to watch it better. So, why me buy if the Shemachinim gave it over to the Shemachinim? Do we say it's Potter, meaning in not a Pesheel? I feel the Shemachinim is also the Even if a Shemachinim gave to a Shemachinim, the hashtag Shmira, so that now the level of Shmira is actually less than it was when he was watching it. He was a Shemachinim. He just gave it over to a Shemachinim. So the way it's being watched now is Gerua from the way it was previously watched. Nami Potter, you're still going to be Potter. Now, you're not going to be Potter, Zakrashi, from what a Shemachinim's Potter. But you'll still be Potter in what a Shemachinim's Potter. So, a Shemachinim, who's Potter in Oitzin, will still be Potter in Oitzin, despite the fact that he just gave it over to a Shemachinim and he just downgraded the level of Shemira. And the reason is, Shari Masala Bendas, he gave it over to a Bendas. In other words, he's not a Pesheya. And being that he's not a Pesheya because he gave it over to a Bendas, so therefore the Allah is going to be Potter. Either way, this is the shortest version in the world of this Allah of Shemachinim Masala Shemachinim Potter. Rava Amar Rava 
Rav says Shoimish a muscle is Shoimer Chayiv. That a Shoimish a muscle is Shoimer is Chayiv. And Rav said, "Why me buy a Shoimish Sochah a muscle is Shoimer Chinam?" And that's partial that a Shoimish Sochah that gives over to a Shoimer Chinam is going to be Chayiv. Degree Gar Lishmirasai because he downgraded the Shmira, and being that he downgraded the Shmira, so certainly is going to be Chayiv. El Afilu Shoimer Chinam is a muscle is Shoimer Sochah. But even a Shoimer Chinam that gives it to a Shoimer Sochah, in which case he just upgraded the Shmira. So if he upgraded the Shmira, you would think that that's a reason to be Chayiv Adarabba. You just made it better, but still Yechayev. And the reason is a new reason. The Amale, meaning, what could Rava have said? Because he's a Paisheya. What Rashi Bavarin is the Chiddush of Omar Ula Omar Abelazah. But Rava doesn't say that. Rava says the reason Yechayev is because the Mafkid could always tell the Shoymer, at Mehem Nesli and Hai Loi Mehem Nesli Beshvur. A Shoymer is sometimes potter if something happens, but only if he swears. If he doesn't swear, he's not going to be potter. The fact that Ruven would trust Shimon Shvua is not something that should be taken for granted. Sometimes people trusted other people's Shvuas, sometimes not. There's a concept of a Choshev Allah Shvua, for example. Anytime somebody gives somebody a Pekadin, by definition, he's trusting his Shvua. Because if he ever learned Chumash Rashi, Parashat Meshpatim, or if he ever learned Parakashoyal, Parakamafkit, this is Hilchashoyim in 101. You know that at some point, there's a likelihood that you're going to be standing in court and this person's going to tell you something and then he's going to swear and you're going to have no choice but to accept it. So when you give over a pakadah to somebody, by definition, you're trusting his shvua. That is an umdana that we have when the shoimer, that the mafki gave the pakadah to, is the one that's swearing. But once you have a shoimer, shemasal, a shoimer, then it's not muchach anymore that the mafkid ever trusted that person shvua, and it's for that reason if he walks into Bezdin and he swears now an oynis happened or his gneve vaved or whatever it was, the mafkid has no shibu to accept that shvua. So says Rava, shoymes shemasal shoymes chayev, not out pleshaya, but shoymes shemasal shoymes chayev because the only way you could ever be potters with a shvua, and the shvua only works between mafkid and nifkat. But the minute the shoymer was muscle a shoymer, now already you don't have that energy as it relates to the shvua being able to work and therefore the Allah is going to be high. Incidentally, when you learn Parakat Mafkid, in addition to there being Shittas Rava, there's also Kamuvin Shittas Abaya. Again, this is one of the sugis that are oimdeh berumah shalaylam, but the Gemara just brought it here because Ula, Amar Abelazar, was machriya, he paskin, he said, shoymer shemasal, a shoymer is going to be potter and loymi baya. In a case where you upgrade the Shmira, but even in a case where you downgrade the Shmira. Next halacha. And this next and final Amar Ula, Amar Abelazar is going to Baglaitas. It is going to be Malavas from here until the end of our daf. So we're going to end by the two dots, five lines from the top of daf Yudbeis and Abbeis. That already starts a whole nother sugya. But this next Amar Ula, Amar Rabalazar is going to discuss the topic of Avadim specifically Avadim Knanian, do we treat them like Karka or do we treat them like Metatlan? So we know that there are Nechassim Sheesh Lahem Achrayis and there's Nechassim Sheesh Lahem Achrayis. Traditionally, Nechassim Sheesh Lahem Achrayis is Karka. Nechassim Sheesh Lahem Achrayis is everything else. And there's many different halachas in Teresh of Alpeh between Karka and between everything else, a.k.a. Metalton. The question is, what about an Evet Knani? Is an Evet Knani like Karka, or is he Metalton? Now, 
Avodim, Knanim, went over to Yerusha, and they have certain Tchunas Anesha, Nefesh, in Kamakoyim, Laharet, like Garka, which is really what opens up the door for this conversation in the first place, that maybe it should be treated like Karka. The bottom line is, I think if you ask the man on the street, and Eved, is it like Karka or is it like Metatlin? He's going to tell you, everybody knows, Avodim Ahukshu LeKarkois, and the truth is there are many Gemaras that suggest that. Without a doubt, stating that there's a major sugya right here. It's tucked away because it's very much b'derech agav, and it begins with something that Ula said in the name of Rabbi Lazar. Zoktigimar v'amar Ula amar Rabbi Lazar hilchisa the halachi is goyvim and avodim. So if you have a balchoy, Reuven lent money to Shimon, and now Reuven goes over to Shimon and he tells him, "I loaned you money, kasef minalim, right? You owe me money." So the halachi is he's allowed to be goyvim from him, and he can even be goyvim from his avodim. I mean, if you want to collect a loan from somebody's edit, this is something that you're allowed to do. So before we even start the Gemara's analysis of what Ula just said over in the name of Rabbi Lazar, if I told you this halacha, what would you tell me? Pshita. What's the shailanat? If somebody lends somebody money, you can take, like the Gemara's about to say, so this is really not a chiddush. True. And the Amiram knew that. And it's obvious, therefore, that there's more to the story, and the Avaita of the first part of the Gemara we're going to learn now was the Amiran trying to figure out what was this noise of the Gechidosh. Because you can't take what Ula said the name of Rabbi Lazar at face value, because for that you wouldn't need an Amar Ula Amar Rabbi Lazar. So the question is, there's certainly a Chidosh going on here. What is that Chidosh? Look, the Gemara, so Rav Nachman heard what Ula said, so he told him, you're obviously saying a Chidosh, right? So let me suggest maybe what the Chidosh is. Amar Rabbi Lazar, did Rabbi Lazar mean to say, Afilu miyasmi, that you can go even from the assignment and take Avadim? In other words, the halacha is that if a man dies and he leaves over chayvis, so the yisoyimim yarshin the chayvis, right? They don't only yarshin the asset side of the balance sheet, they yarshin the liability side of the balance sheet as well. However, there's a very important asterisk, and that is the only time they're responsible to pay the liabilities is if they also yarshin karka, and from that karka, they pay up the chayvis. If, however, they didn't yarshin karka, or they didn't yarshin anything, so then the halacha is, they're not going to be mechuyiv to pay. The one this is that when a man dies, or when a man has a loan, even when he's alive, his karka is meshubit to the loan. So when the yarshin, yarshin the karka, essentially they yarshining karka, but karka that's meshubit, she put as a kenyan, to this choyv, and it's for that reason they have to pay up. So if they have karka, they have to pay. But if they have metaltalin, or even if they yarshin from the father, metaltalin, they're not going to be mechuyiv to pay. So we're in Nachman, heard Ulo Zalach, Hilchus, Goyvim, and Avadim, and he knew there's a chiddush here. So he says, oh, I know what the chiddush probably is. Goyvim, Min and probably what you mean to say is that an Evit Kanani is treated like Karka, and therefore, just like the Karka of the Mesa's Meshubit to the loan, says, so to this is going to be Meshubit as well. Is that what you meant to say? So he was asking him, right? So he told him, no. Ulo said, no. I didn't mean. I don't think that's what Rabbi Lazar said. He meant to say, you can go directly to the loyf and you can take his avadim. So Rabbi Nachman responded and he said, Then what's the Chiddush? You can take anything. So he said, and I'll tell you what the Chiddush is. The Chiddush is, where there was an apoitiki, meaning where the loyva had taken his evid and he designated his evid as collateral for where this loan is going to be paid up. So we know a poitiki is nutrik and poitei koi. 
right? It's a Greek word. But that this is where the money is going to be paid from. But the point is that in the event that he made an apoitiki, there, there was a chiddish that the eved could be an apoitiki. What's the chiddish? Why can't you make an eved an apoitiki? You can make glimad al kaspe an apoitiki. So he explained, Kiddurava, oh, my Rava, Rava said, Asa abde apoitiki, if a loiva made his eved into apoitiki, and then he sold it, so the halach is balchoiv goiva himenu. The balchoiv can go now to the lekeach and he could be goiva this eved. Shari apoitiki. If, however, a person makes a then the Bachay won't be able to collect it. My time, what's the difference between a Ever and a Shar? Again, you can make anything in Apoitiki. The point is that if the Loiva makes an Apoitiki and then he sells it, could the Malva now go collect from the Lekechana? Ever, Rubber said, yeah. A Shar, no. And he explained the difference is, ha is Lekala, but ha less Lekala. The reason sometimes a Balchayv can go collect from the Lekuchas and sometimes not is not related to the intrinsic essence of what that thing is. But it's related to whether or not the Lekeach, when he buys what he buys, does he chop that it's possible that at some point someone's going to come and take it away from him or not? If the fact that this Indian that he bought is Meshubit to a Chayv has a coil, so then the Lekeach knows, if he knows, uh, you took a risk, you rolled the dice, and sometimes you lose, and therefore, you're going to have to give it back. If, however, it's something that doesn't have a coil, then Machmas Pseidah the Lekucha is Talachis, you're not going to be able to go ahead and take it. So Rabbi said that if somebody makes an evident apoitiki, it has a coil. People schmooze, you know this Evid? He's an apoitiki. Wow, right? People know about that. And people that, being that people know about that, so if you now go buy an Evid, you can't be shocked if later a Malva comes knocking on your door and he says, listen, you know, this was uh, an apoitiki and the Levin never paid the loan. This is the collateral and I'm coming to seize it. It had a coil. You knew about it. There's no Pseidah de Lekuchos. You got involved in this risky transaction. As a result, you're going to have to give it back. As opposed to a shard, when it becomes an apoitiki, people don't necessarily talk. Nobody knows about it. Less like Gala, this is good old-fashioned metaltalin, which is not something that you're ever allowed to take away from the Lekuchos. But the point is, what Ula told... Rav Nachman was that you want to know what Rav Allah's chiddush was. His chiddush was Rav's halacha. He said Hilchas a min avodim that if somebody made an evidence a poitigin, then he sold it, he'd be allowed to collect it. Meaning he wasn't saying, let's understand the lumbus, that an evidence is karka. What he was saying was is that an evid has a coil. That's the point. He's saying a chiddush. The chiddush, however, is not that it's a shtik karka so that you could even collect from the assignment. What he's saying is that there's a coil. It's metaltal metakoil. It's metaltal metaknech. It's metaltal that has eight chunas anefesh of karka. The nafkamina is not that you collect from your soymen because for that it wouldn't be enough that there's a call. For that you would need it to have a din karka. But rather, nafkamina is that if it was an apoitika and it was sold, you'd be able to collect it because for that all you need is, is that there should be a call. So either way, this is the exchange that Ula had with Rav Nachman, right? So again, there's a little drama coming. So Ula says in the name of Rabbi Laza, Hilchas a goyvim in our Nachman heard Ula's Allah. He understood that Rabbi Laza said a chiddish. So he said, was the chiddish that it has a din karka, meaning a afilu miyasmi? He says, no. The chiddish was that it has a coil. And the nafkamina would be if he made it into a He says the Gemara of the nafik after Rav Nachman walked out of his medrash, Amalu Ula. So Ula turned to the chaver that was still there and he says, I got news for you. I wasn't honest. Hachi Amr Rebbe What Rebbe really said was, I feel me, I just 
was afraid to tell it to Rav Nachman because I heard Rav Nachman's reaction and it didn't sound like he was going to be happy if that's what Rav Loza said. So Mimela, I didn't tell him the whole truth. Now, how could you not say the whole truth? What happened to Midrash Sheker Tirchak, right? Never tell a lie. This is like Aleph Beis. I am very showing him. But the bottom line is, Ula came clean, and as soon as Rav walked out the door, this is what he said. So the Gemara says that apparently, Chavra Chavra Isle, Vachavra the Chavra Chavra Isle, and word got around, and Rav Nachman found out that Ula wasn't so ehrlich. So Amr Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman said, Ishtamtin Ula. He says, I see, Ula thought he was uh, going to get away from me. Rashi says, Nishmat me many vayare. Right? Didn't just try getting away from me, but I see he was scared of me. Because he was afraid to be honest and say that Rabbi Lazar really held that you can be goiva avodim from Yisoyimim, that avodim has a din of karka. And he was afraid because he knows I hold it as a din of mentality. says the Gemara, there was a real story in Naharda. There was a story with the Dayanim in Naharda. They once collect from, collected from Yisoyimim avodim. Rab Nachman, Rab Nachman heard about both of these stories where people went like what Ula said in the name of Rabbi Lazar, what Ula really said in the name of Rabbi Lazar. And he said, Zilu haduru, return to the Yisoyim and back to Avodim for Eloi and if you're not going to do that Magbina Luchul Apad Maichu I'm going to take your house instead the bottom line is this is what you have to do so the Gemara says I'm going to lay Rav Nachman so Rav heard this whole excitement and he turns to Rav Nachman and he said Rav Nachman Ha'ula Ha'Rav all of the aforementioned hold that what? That Avodim have a din of karka, and you can collect Avodim afilu from the Yisoyimim. So he says, Markham and who do you hold like? It doesn't sound like you hold like anybody. Meaning, Rav Nachman, you're so confident that you're willing to take on all the G'daylam. Now, incidentally, we know that Rav Nachman was considered the Mar the when it came to Dine Mominus, just like Shmuel, Hilchas like Shmuel Bedini. Rav Nachman was the same way. So Rav Nachman had grace of places. When it came to Dine Mominus, aside from a halacha perspective, and also in terms of his ability as a dayan to make money move, in the spirit of Hefker Bezdan Hefker, he was Chasna de Benesia, and it car- carried with it a lot of political power as well. So Rav Nachman is very, very important when it comes to all in Dine Mominus. So it's not a kasha, Rav Nachman, how could you go against all the dayanim? He's Rav Nachman. But at the same time, if everybody holds not like you, you must have a makar that nobody else has. Like, what are you basing your Allah on? I have a b'raisa, the Tani Avimi. And Avimi was one who said over this b'raisa, Pruzbul chal al-karka. A pruzbul is chal al-karka. So one of the basic halachas of dine pruzbul is, is that the only time a mouth of a levi can write a pruzbul is if the levi has karka. But if he doesn't have karka, he can't write a pruzbul. Sugi is in perikashaylech. But you need that the loiva should have karka. What about if the loiva doesn't have karka, but he has an evet kanani? Prusbul chal al karka, the enoi chal al avodim. Additionally, metaltal and niknim in hakarka, the enoi niknim in avodim. We're familiar with kinyan agav. If somebody wants to be kind of karka and metaltal, you can make a kinyan on the karka, and bederech agav, you can be kind of the metaltal. That's true if you're being kind of metaltal together with karka. But the enoi niknim in avodim, if you want to make a kinyan on an evet and bederech agav be kind of metaltal, you can't. So Rav Nachman said, what is this b'risa basically screaming? What it's saying is, is that an Evet is not Karka. If it was Karka, then Prusba would be Chal on an Evet. And if it's Karka, you would have Kinyanagav as it relates to an Evet. From the fact that you don't have Prusba and you don't have Kinyanagav, Zoysoy Meres, Avdo is Kemetaltali Domi. And if Avdo is Kemetaltali Domi, you want to know where I'm getting my Halacha from? 
it's here that I'm getting my halacha. It would seem that this Shiloh of whether or not an evid is like karka, or whether an evid is like metalkalin, is really machlikis tana. The price says as false. If somebody so another person, an evid and karka, so if the loikeach, the koina, makes a chazaka on the evid, meaning he's koina the evid, like on karkois, he's not koina the karka. The karkois, if he makes a kinyan in the karka, like on avodim, he's not koina the avodim. So somebody is buying an evid and he's buying karka. If you make a kinyan on one, you're not koina the other. Make a kinyan on the other, you're not going to the one. Meaning, you have to make a kinyan on each one of these things independently. Karkois metalton. What if somebody sells somebody karka metalton? Hichzik be karka kana metalton. You make a kinyan on the karka, you're going to the metalton. The metalton is going to karka. If, however, you make a kinyan on the metalton, you're not going to be going to the karka. So, as it relates to karka metalton, let's do this a little slower. If you make a kinyan in the karka, you're going to the metalton. Pashit, the reason is, the Gemara will talk about this, but because of Aga. If you make a kinyan in the metalton, you're not going to the karka because. Agav works if you make a kinyan in the karka to get the metalton, but it doesn't work if you make a kinyan in the metalton to get the karka. And finally, what happens? Avodim u'metalton. If somebody was purchasing avodim and metalton, hichsik ba'avodim loikana metalton, the metalton loikana avodim. And if you make a chazaka in the metalton, you're not going to be koyna da'avodim. So what's the first price? You're talking about someone that's buying two asset classes. In the first case, you're buying avodim and karkois. You make a Kinyan in one, you can't get the other. It doesn't matter which one. Avodim and Karkois don't transfer over. If somebody is being coined a Karka Metalton, you make a Kinyan in the Karka, you get the Metalton. If you make a Kinyan in Metalton, you don't get the Karka. What if it's Evan and Metalton? So that's like Karka and Avodim. You make a Kinyan in the Evan, you don't get the Metalton. You make a Kinyan in the Metalton, you don't get the Evan. That's price in a month. But Tanya, there's another price that says, Hichsik ba'avodim kanamataltlin. That's mechulik in one prat that this first price has said. And that is that if somebody's being koina avodim amataltlin and you make a kinyan in the avodim, you are going to be koina the metaltlin. So you say, Meris, we have a steer between two prices. One price says that if somebody's being koina evid amataltlin, you make a kinyan in the evid, you get the metaltlin. Another price says that if you're being koina evid amataltlin, you make a kinyan in the evid, you're not koina the metaltlin. My labah hokamiflugi. What is the machloikis? Presumably, the Marisav Avadim Kimikarki Domi, Marisav Avadim Kimitatli Domi, Mayerdik. If Evid's like Karka, so then if you make a Kenyan in the Evid, you're kind of the Metatlin. Kenyan Agav. If, however, Evid's like Metatlin, then if you make a Kenyan in the Evid, you're not going to be kind of the Metatlin. So the Gemara says, isn't that beer in these two braces? Precisely whether we treat an Evid like Karka or whether we treat an Evid like Metatlin. Now, the Meshach of the Gemara, the Gemara is going to come back to the beginning of the Brisa. And that is, the Brisa said that that's for sure, that if you make a Kenyan in the Karka, you can't be kind of the Evid. And if you make a Kenyan in the Evid, you can't be kind of the Karka. That should also be totally in whether an Evid is treated like Karka or Evid is treated like the Metalton. That's going to be the last leg of the Gemara. But either way, for now, we're discussing the Stira between these two Brises. And that is, if someone wants to be kind of an Evid and Metalton, you make a Kenyan in the Evid, you kind of the Metalton, you make a Kenyan in the Evid, you're not in the Metalton. Says the Gemara Lechuru, what is the Machloikis? The Machloikis is whether Eved is treated like Karka or whether Eved is treated like Metalton. So the Gemara says, I'm Rav Ikebrei, Rav Ami, it's not Mochet. I can tell you that really everybody holds like who? 
like Ula, like Rabbi Lazar, like the Dayanid and Arda, like Rav Achano Barbizna, meaning maybe everybody holds that really evidence like Karka, oh, the Tanya Kano, Shab, and now the Bryson that says that if you make a Kinyan, make a Kinyan, the Abedi Kinyan, the Metalton, it's very good. You have your regular good old fashioned Kinyan, oh, the Tanya Loikano. However, the Bryson that says that you're not Kino, what's the Kasha? If it's Karka, why are you not going? No. So the Gemara says, because he holds, because for Kenyan Agav, it's not enough that you have something that has a din Karka. For Kenyan Agav, you need to have a hefts of Karka. It has to be Karka that's like the Orem Mitsuros be Yehuda. It has to be like those cities. And if it's not like those cities, what was unique about those cities? They didn't move. And if it's not like that, it's not going to work. What's the background meaning? Why is it not enough that it has a din karka? Why do I have to have the hefts of karka that it's Oren Mitsuris be Yehuda? The Tanan it's based on a Mishnah. A Mishnah in Mesachis Kedushin Davchav Vava Medalov. Nechasim Sheinla Machrayis Niknim Im Nechasim Sheyesh Lahem Machrayis Bekesef Bishtaru Bechazaka. This is the source to Kinyan Aga. So Nechasim Sheyesh Lahem Machrayis, such as karka is Niknis Bekesef Bishtaru Bechazaka. Metalton's not. If, however, you make a, a Kinyan. Kesef Shtar Bechazaka and Karka, then Bederich Agav, you can be kind of a Talatlan as well. And the Gemara over there in Kedushin, Semen, not immediately, what's the Makar to this? And I'm a Cheski, a Cheski, I said, I'm a Makar, it's based on the following Pasuk, that says, Vayitem Lahem, Avihem, Matonois Rabois, Lekesef, Ulezav, Ulu Migdonois, Imare Mitsurois, Be Yehuda. So the father over there is Melech Yoishafat, and he gave his sons a lot of gifts. He gave them Kesef, he gave them Zav, he gave them Migdonois, and he gave it to them in Arei Mitzuris Be'yehuda. Chazal Darshan, what does it mean he gave it to them together? It's not just that it was one gift and it was documented in one uh, piece of paper. What it means is in Hilchas Kinyonim, it was in. Meaning, they made a Kinyan in the Arei Mitzuris Be'yehuda, and Bederech Agav, they were kind of all the Metal. So being that the Makar is Arei Mitzuris Be'yehuda, so we have a Chiddush over here, that it has to be Domi to that. Now, does everybody agree with that? No. Hence the... Machloik is between the Tanam and these two brises. But the point is, everybody holds Evet is like Karka. You want to know how there could be a brisa that says it's no Kinyan Agav when it comes to an Evet? Because Evet, although it has a Din Karka, but it's not a Hefts of Karka, and for some reason when it comes to Agav, this is the anomaly. It has to be Dumyo, the Ore, Mitsuris, Behuda, and it's not. Ikidami, some suggest the opposite. Really, everybody holds that an Evet is like the Metaltalin. Okay, oh, the Tanya. Now the price that says that if you made a Kenyan in the the metal and shopper is very good. If it's metal, so there's no Kenyan the Tanya Kano. The price that says you are Kaino is talking about Ba'idan Allah. You're not Kaino Midin Agav. You're Kaino Midin Chatzer. It's metal, but at the same time it can work as your Chatzer. So Caleb Shal Adam could be Kaino And it could be Kaino for a person just like his Chatzer could be Kaino for him. This, that the Brisa says, that the Evet, that you made a Kenyan in, you can acquire with it Metatlin. It's talking about where the Metatlin was literally on the Evet. The Evet was holding it. It was Oidon Olav. And being that it was Oidon Olav, you'd be kind of not midin aga, midin chatzah. Meaning, I'm being koina in the Evet, and then bon echad, I'm also going to be koina anything that's now inside my Evet. In other words, anything that's inside my chatzah. But the Gemara says, V'chi oidon olav my havi. So you're telling me you can use an Evet as a chatzah? What's the Gemara's kasha? Chatzah mahalechasi. V'chatzah mahalechas, like on, everybody knows that a chatzah has to be stationary. Chatzah mahalechas doesn't work. Says, Maybe you're telling me that at the time that you were koina the Evet, the Evet was standing in one place. 
But for Amar Rava, Rava said, "Kol sheimu mahalich loykana, oy made v'yoshev loykana." That any time you have a chotzer that could be a chotzer mahaleches, even if right now it's not mahaleches, dalaches, it still doesn't work. And the Gemara says the answer is. The Gemara says it in strange terminology, but the answer is v'hilchesa bekafas, meaning v'hilchesa that even though Rava said, "Kol sheimu mahalich loykana, oy made v'yoshev." The halacha is loikana. That's only true if it could get around. But if it's kafos, if it's tied down, then the halacha is going to be different. That will be the akimta. The akimta over here will be where it was kafos. And being that it was kafos over there, you could be zoiche in it based on kinyin chatzah. The bottom line is that we're learning a sugya, sugya that was prefaced by many halachas that Ula said in the name of Rav Laza. The sugya is evet, evet kanani. Is it Treated like karka, or was he treated like metalta? What emerged was that it was a major machlokes Ula Amar Abelazar and the Dayane the Naharda and Rabchana Bar Bisna, they were all of the opinion that an evidence like karka, as opposed to Rav Nachman, he was the one Amir that went against the grain. And he said that no, an evidence is not treated like karka, but rather an evidence treated like metalta, and he came from a Braisa. Prusbul, you need karka, no metalflin. Additionally, Kenyan agav, he said, only works for karka as opposed to an evet. But the Gemara said, maybe this shaila, this big machloikis tanoim, is really a, a machloikis tanoim. What was the machloikis tanoim? So the Gemara brought a steer between two braces, whether if somebody is being coined an evet and metalflin, you make a Kenyan on the evet. Could you be coined the metalflin or not? One Braisa said yeah, one Braisa said no. So the Gemara says, Lachura, what's the Hesper in the Machlaikis? Is Evet Karka or is it Metalplin? If Evet's Karka, you have Kinyanaga. If it's Metalplin, you don't have Kinyanaga. But the Gemara had two Dichuim. I could tell you really that the Braisa holds, meaning both Braisas hold, that Evet is like Karka. What then is the Shaila? The Shaila is whether when it comes to Kinyanaga, is it enough that you have a Din Karka, or maybe for Kinyanaga you need a Hefza of Karka, as to be Dumyu the Aramitsuris Behuto. Or we could say that really everybody holds that Evet is like the Braisa that says that there is a Musik that I'll make a Kenyan in the Evan, I'll be Koinum with it, doesn't mean with it, it means it's talking about where it was Kafus and you're being Koinum in Chatzah. So the bottom line is three Mahalchim, how you could understand the steer between the two Braises. Either they're arguing in whether Evan is like Karka, Evan is like Metalchim, or they're arguing in Lundus of Kenyan Agav. Do you need a Chatz of Karka, or is it enough that it has a Din Karka, or there's no Machlaikis at all? But rather, it was just a question of Metzias. One Braisa was coming mitzad dine agav, evidence for sure, like metalflin, agav doesn't work. And the other Braisa was talking mitzad hilchas chotzer. Chotzer, metalflin, could be a chotzer, and therefore, it's something that is going to work. Now, we mentioned, when we went through the Braisa that the Gemara brought, the longer Braisa, lemekatanoi, so the first part of the Braisa discussed what happens if somebody is being koina in evet, and he's being koina karka. Meaning we've been focusing on someone that's being koina and evet and metalton. We have a steer between two braises and we have now three mahalchen had to understand the steer between the two braises. But the first part of the braisa said that if someone is buying an evet and karka, dear the halacha straightforward. Hichsik ba'avadim, loikona karka. Hichsik bekarka, loikona avadim. You make a kinyan in the karka, you're not koina the Eved, if you make a Kenyan in the Eved, you're not going to Karka. Now really, this first part of the Bryce should be totally in everything that we just said. S- super high level. If you hold that an Eved is Metaltolin, so then why is it if you're in the Karka, you're not going to be Koina the Eved? 
The truth is that even if you hold that an Evet is like Karka, it's not Pashat the Braisa. And the reason is because, maybe you remember this from Masechtis Kedushin, Shmuel said, If somebody sells somebody 10 fields and 10 Medinois, If you make a Kenyan in one, you're going to be kind of all of them. So really the first part of this Braisa is a little bit schwer. It's something that needs to be understood in a vacuum, specifically in the general context of the sugya that we're learning right now, from here until the end of the daf, till the end of our daf, the Gemara is going to discuss this first part of the b'raisa, and the way the Gemara is going to discuss it is not by simply saying, what's b'shad on the b'raisa, but by presenting a third b'raisa, and asking a kasha, and then trying to work this out. Says the Gemara of Atanya, I have another kasha on this first b'raisa that we mentioned. The b'raisa says, hechsek bekarka, that in the event that somebody's being kind of karka and somebody's being kind of avodim, so if you make a chazak in the karka, the loch is you're going to be kind of the avodim. What's the kasha? The first price is said hechzik bekarka like on avodim, hechzik avodim like on a karka. I have a kasha, I have a stira. I'm a furish price that says hechzik bekarka kind avodim. So the Gemara says, "Hossam, you have to say that this price that says hechzik bekarka kind avodim is ba'imdim b'toicha." It's talking about we are the avodim were in the karka, and being that the avodim were in the karka, so therefore you could be koina, you're being koina midin chotzer. In other words, as opposed to our b'raisa, which is talking about where it was not betoicha, and being that it was not betoicha, you had to come on to some other Kenyan, let's say Agav, and that's not going to work. The Gemara speaks that out. Meaning, the b'raisa that the Gemara initially brought, that says, Hechzik B'Karka Loikon Avadim, is obviously talking about where the Avadim were not inside the Karka. So the Gemara now starts cheshpening. That's all good. According to the Lishna that said that our Brysa, meaning the two Brysas that the Gemara started the Sugi with, are both of the opinion that an Evid is like Metalkun, but I'll put them this Brysa right here that says, Hechzik Bekarka, Loikon Avadam, Hechzik Bavadam, Loikon Akarka, is of the opinion that Avdi is Kemetalkli Dami. So I know I understand the Ain Oimdim Betoiche in Eloi Loi. So now says the Gemara, listen to the Gemara's approach, why the Allah is and should only be coin in it if it's. But not if it's not because being that it's metaltalin, so how could I make a Kenyan in Karka and be kind of metaltalin? Does that make any sense? That's called Kenyan Agav. The Gemara is going to ask that. So just you have to. But according to the Lishna that holds, that Evan is like Karka. So why do I need it to be Oymdim Metoicha? If somebody sells somebody 10 fields and 10 different lands, you're going to be kind of. So the Gemara says that you have a steer between two prices regarding the first part of the price. And because of that, you're backing into an Akimto that the reason Hechzik it's talking about that the Avodim were not in the Karka. So the Mar says, Bishloimoth, and Evet's like Metaltal, and I get it. So you want to be kind, make a Kenyan in Karka and be kind of Metaltal, and that's not in the Karka? How could you do something like that? Again, we don't understand that. Isn't that Agap? Good. But the Gemara right now is Machin Zechnish, listen to about that. But the Gemara says that if an Evet is Karka, then why shouldn't it work? That's Shmuel's halacha. Shmuel said that Machalay Esesadis, Esesadis, it's going to work. Oh, this must be a Raya 
that Eved is Kimetaltalidami. And that's why, if it's not inside the Karka, you can't be kind of. But the Gemara asks the Kasha we've all been waiting for. According to you, why does it have to be Oim the Metoicha? And the Gemara adds a Knech to ask this Kasha. What does that mean? Big sugi mesachtes kedushin. We just learned this. Where the gemara has a shail of kinyan agav only works when the metaltalin is tzavur. It's literally angezamelt on top of the karka that you want to be kind of, or it doesn't have to be tzavur. Now, if you hold it, it has to be tzavur. Oh, it's very good. So it's talking about where it was not on it, and being that it's kimetaltalin, you have to come out to agav. Agav only works when it's tzaburin. But being that kaimalon loy bin and tzaburin, so if that's the case, then why does it have to be another? The gemara is saying mamafshach this first part of the brayse is very schwer. Why is it that hechsik bekarka loy kanavadim? And really mamafshach. If you hold that an eved is like karka, you have shmuz halacha. If you make a kinyan in one field, you kind of all the other fields, even beesamedinus. And if it's kimetaltalin, then you should be kind of a kinyan agav because loy bin and tzaburin. So again, the Gemara approached it that I'll bring you a raya that Avdis kemetalkli dami. Because if Avdis kemekarki dami, so then why hichsik pekarko loy kona avadim? Says the Gemara, ulitamech, in your thought process, in your kasha, somehow you understand the b'raisa. If Avdis kemetalkli dami, what about Kenyan Agav? Elamai Islach Lameh. What do you have to say? Right, the Gemara is talking back to the Maksha. You're asking Akasha. You understand the price of Avdas Kemetal Tlidami. I, Agav, must be, you hold, Shani Metal Tlidami, Mi Metal Tlidami. You must be of the opinion that although it's true, there's something called Kinyan Agav. And for Kinyan Agav, Loibin and Saburim, but that's only if the Metal Tlidami doesn't have two feet. But if you have Metal Tlidami of Tzai Fis that can get around, that's a whole different type of Metal Tlidami. And that Metal Tlidami maybe is different as it relates to the laws of Agav. Obviously, that's what you're implying in your Kasha, because you Maksha, who's getting quoted here in a Gemara in Shas, obviously knows the Halachas of Agav. So, Balkarchach, your Kasha, where you understand the price of Avdas Kemetal Tlidami, is predicated on there being a distinction between Metal Tlidami and Metal Tlidami. Obviously, Hachanami, I'm going to take your Svar and throw it right back at you. Shani Mekarki Denaidi, Mekarki you have to say that there's a chilek between karka denaidi and karka deloinaidi. In other words, although it's true that Shmuel said that if a person makes a chazak in one field, he can be kind of ten fields with it, that's true if all the fields are fields. That's if it's all karka deloinaidi. However, if it's a karka deloinaidi, it's going to be different. And what's the svar that it should be different? So the Gemara says, very good. Hacha over here, avda is mekarka denaidi, and evid is karka denaidi. Hasam sadne the whole lumbus of Shmuel, which the Gemara speaks out elsewhere, is that land is considered to be mechuber, right? You don't think of it that way. But really, all the real estate on planet Earth is considered one big parcel of land. It's rather divided and subdivided, but be'etzim, it's one big piece of land. And that's what underpins Shmuel's lumbus, that I can make a, a kinyan on the land and... North America and be kind of a piece of land in the Far East. That's how that works. It's based on the fact that Sanadar is hot. That lumbus only works when you have real karka. If I have something that has a din karka, it's not going to help me. The side of Shmuel's halacha, Machle Esasadis, Esamedina, is Kimit Shikhs of Achis Memkanukulam, is not based on din karka. It's based on hefts of karka. It's based on Matthias of karka. That's going to be the difference either way. This concludes Tumban Islam, today's daf. Our part of today's daf, which is the Amar Ula's Amar Abelazes, and what was the sugya? The sugya was whether Abdus came a karki dami, whether Abdus came a talfon dami. So what's the bottom line? 
sounds like it's a major machloikis amayura. Toysfis asks the obvious kasha. This is a very famous Toysfis, and we have at least one related raid bite on this Toysfis. Dibra maschul anom masnisa yodan. Toysfis says, so Rav Nachman Shita, you're supposed to walk away from this stuff, is that an evet is kimetalpulidami. Right? Throughout Shas, I always thought Avdis Kemakarki Domi. So all those Gemaras that you ever learned in Shas, you have to say is going Aliba the Ula, Rabalaza, the Dayane the Naharda, Rabchana Barbizna, but not like Rab Nachman. Koshalahomai. Can't say that. It's not possible. So what's Pshat? Here you have a Rab Nachman that holds that an evidence is like Metalplin. What about all those Gemaras? Taisa says a very big Chiddush. Taisa says, Oymeri, Tahachaloi Ayri, Ela Bemidi Mili de Rabbanon. Our Sugi is dealing with Dine de Rabbanon. Ligvois, Miyasmi, Umelakuchois. And as it relates to Dine de Rabbanon, there the halacha is that Avda is treated like Metalflin. Taisa says, even Prusbul, that Ramnachman had a Brysa, that you see you treat an Evid like Metalflin, it's because what was Prusbul? That was Hill's Takana. Yesh Koyach Biatchacham, Lakadavim. That's prosible. So that's again a Dindra And then Taisus throws in, and King in Agav is also a King in Rabbanon. Rashi and Perakazoyrik is Chaylik, holds that really King in Agav is the Iraisa. A lot of raid on this is the Ktais. But the bottom line is this is Taisus Chidish right here in the Sugya. That even though it's true, a Nachman Shita in Baba Kamadaf Yudbeis talked away is that Avdas Kemet Alpidami. It's only with regards to Dine de Rabbanon. Taisu says Puk Chazi. Everything Rav Nachman talked about were Dine de Rabbanon. But once you're getting involved in Dine de Raisa, even Rav Nachman's meeting right because nobody in the world disputes the fact that Eved is Hukish Lakarki. And again, what Taisu has to say to say this is so. This is a big chiddush that Kenyan Agav is a Kenyan de Rabbanon. So in the world of Kenyanim, is Agav a Kenyan de Rabbanon? Is a Kenyan de Raisa? It's Kenyan Rabban. What would be the Nafkamina? A simple nafkamina would be for Dine Mominus, there's no difference between a Kenyan Rabban and a Kenyan Raisa. Hefker bez than Hefker. But when it comes to maybe being kinda a get Isha, for example, with a Kenyan. The Shita Sari him at the beginning of Parakazoirik, that even though Gerishin happens with a mice and a sin of an Asambayada, but if the Isha would make a Kenyan, she would make a Kenyan in the get. She would acquire the get. So if Kenyan Agav, for example, is a Kenyan the Rabbanon, and it only works if we didn't have Kibaz and Hefker, so it wouldn't help me for Inyone Evan Ezer and Hilchas Ishos, because Hefkebaz and Hefker only works when you're dealing with monetary issues. It works with Dine Mominus. It's not something that works when it comes to questions of Isabeth. Either way, the last few Dauphin were intense, and the raid was even more intense. I just think it's Kedai to lighten it up a little bit and just go back to something that we glossed over yesterday, and speak about a Dvar that we've spoken about many times, more in the last Machzer, but something that comes up a lot in the Shir, and Ein Beis Medrash Belechidish Gadol. So it's always Gishmak when you talk about something so many times, and then you find the Marganisa Tava, which is a, a tremendous Haisafa, Tavar Chadash, in something Shekvar Dashu So the one word from yesterday's Daf that we need for today is Vishasik. Okay. So the Gemara over there was discussing the halacha of Bailem Betaplem Benevela and Yashin Vlerabi Shavakesvafilusubin by Nitzrucha Ella Lepchas Nevela. And from there the Gemara got involved in a discussion whether that halacha of Shaman Lenazakin, it applies to a Ganav and a Gazlin. What about to a Shoyal? So the Gemara said as follows. The Gemara said, Amash Shmuel. Shmuel said, Ain't Shaman. We don't 
make a shuma on the value of the nevela, loy legana v'loy legazlin, elolin ezokin. Now Rashi says that what Shmuel was quoting was not his own shita. Usually Omra Shmuel in Shama means this is what Shmuel holds. But this is an exception to the general rule. And re- really Shmuel was quoting the Minigadayon. He said the Minigadayon is that ain't Shama loy legana v'loy legazlin, elolin ezokin. Shmuel added to that. He said, v'ani oimer aflashoya. Va'abba moitoli. And Abba, as in Rav, is moita to me. Now, the Gemara wasn't sure how to interpret Shmuel's words when he said, Va'ani oime aflashol. Iboyuluhu. Hachikamar. Did he mean to say, Aflashol shamin va'abba moitoli? I hold that even for the shoyal with shamin and Abba's moita to me. Oidil mahachikamar. Va'ani oime aflashol in shamin va'abba moitoli. So it's very, very ambiguous, and you can easily hear. It one way and the other way, and as a result, it's an ibayulu. The Ben Yeshiva weren't sure how to understand what Shmuel meant. So the Gemara says, Tashma, I'll bring you a raya. There was a Maiser Shahoya, there was a person that borrowed a narga. He borrowed a hammer from his friend, and then he broke the hammer. Also, the Kamidarav, and this is small case, right? Sometimes they have these small claims court. It comes to the presence of Rav, and they ask Rav, so what's Talacha? In terms of the payment, meaning the person wanted to give him back the ziburis, the shards, and he was going to write him a check for the difference. So Amalek and Rav told him, no, it doesn't work that way. You have to pay a full-fledged narga. This is the only way this is going to work. So the Gemara says, what do you see from here? You see that Rav was of the opinion that ain't shaman l'shoyel. So when Shmuel said, af l'shoyel, and he said, moidali, so we can work backwards. If we know what Rav holds, so we know what Shmuel holds, Shmuel must have held, ain't shaman l'shoyel. But the Gemara says, other Rav, but you're bringing me a raya from that story that Rav holds ain't shaman, thus Shmuel holds ain't shaman. You don't know the rest of the story. You know what happened after that? Because after Rav said this psaks, Rav Kahn and Rav Asi both told Rav, Is this the halacha? The shosik. And Rav was quiet. Rav didn't say one word. And if he was quiet, And if that's the case, you see from this shaman. So if Shmuel said, and what is Rav Shita really based not on his psak? But based on his shtika to what Rav Kahn Ravasi told him after he issued his psak, must be hold shaman the shayl. Either way, this is the way the Gemara left off. We mentioned yesterday, very, very briefly, that there's a discussion in the Rishonim, Tachlas. Halach Lamaisa. What was Rav's shita? And it's very important to know, because whatever Rav's shita was, that's what Shmuel's shita was. And we know Hilchasek Shmuel Bedini. And Rav Shmuel, the Amri Travayu, has a murdig koyach when it comes to Psakalacha. Right, we have raid bites on this. Whenever there's a machlik, it's Rav and Rabbi Yochanan, we pass him like Rabbi Yochanan. Shmuel and Rabbi Yochanan, we pass him like Rabbi Yochanan. But Rav Shmuel, the Amri Travayu, connected Rabbi Yochanan, that's already a Shailun de Rishonim. That's uh, already a, a major discussion. But the bottom line is, it's, so it's very important to know. And if you look in the Rishonim, it would seem to be a little bit unclear. So I'll tell you something very interesting. This lotion of Vishasik as it relates to Rav is something that comes up a lot in Shas. In fact, the Gemara Masech Tosukat of Zayin Amaralov says, quote, Vishasik Rav. And if you look at Rabbi Kiva Eger and Gilean Ashas on that Gemara, so Rabbi Kiva Eger's Metzai in several places where you find that exact Nusach, the Nusach of Vishasik Rav. The Chavisyar in the Tshuva, in Simen Kuf Nun Beis, he brings from the Ramami Pana. So the Chavisyar in that Tshuva was talking about the Amir Rav. And how great that Meir Rav was. Anyone that's ever learned Gemara for five minutes knows 
how great Rav was. But this is the Chavis, you're writing the Tshuva, and he's talking about the greatness of Rav. And he says, you want to know who Rav was? He says, Yodua, Sherav hu Rab Abba, Talmud hamuvik vahamufchem mitalmidei Rajbi, mibalei asoytois. Kemoy shekosef, haramam mipanu soif sefer soynes el. That every single time it's Neshosik Rav, Ayin Sukkah, Dav Zayin Amid Aleph, Hoyoloi Lahoshev Al Pi Hasoid, Feloi Rotzel Agalis. So the Ramat Mipano, this is the Chavis Yor quoting him, says that who is Rav? He's Rabat. Who's quoted in Zayar Kodesh? Who is the Talmud? Hamufik Vahamufchor Mitalmidei Rajbi Mibali Asoidis. So he was Koichel Gadol, not only Benigla, but also Benista. In fact, Every time it says Shasik Rav, it means Hayaloy Lahashav Alpinister, but Shaloy Alpinigl. And again, it's something that the Chavasyar is saying in the context of bringing out the goddess of Rav. But Derech Agav, not to go too crazy now, but why was the Chavasyar talking about the greatness of Rav? Because really the Chavasyar was talking about something else. That the Gemara says in a few places that Rav said a halacha, and the Talmidei Rav said, Kadnayim Veshachiv Rav, that Rav said this while he was sleeping. And the Chavasyar says that, how could you say this about Rav? This is his point. Do you know who Rav was? This is Rav. So how could you talk this way about Rav? That's a little bit what's going on there in that tshuva. Incidentally, the Chafetz Chaim, in the end of the Sefer Shmir Saloshan, so he has a few tshuvas from Gedoyal Yisrael that he quotes, where they talked about different Gemaras that at first glance would seem that Amiram and Tanam, they violated the laws of Shmir Saloshan. And He's Mitzayin, very wichtig in Marmakoimis, in order to understand this a little bit better. And one of the Marmakoimis that the Chafetz Chaim printed in the back of the Shmir Saloshan is this Shuvas Chavisyar. Shail's Shuvas Chavisyar, Slimin Kuf Nun Beis. But the bottom line is so, said the Chavisyar, you want to know who Rav was? He's Talmud, Hamuvik, Vahamufcher. He's Rab Abba from the Sefer Azai. And the Ramami Pano is the one who said this. And the Ramami Pano even laid to a little bit of the Torah, the Koyach HaKabbalah of Rab into the Talmud Bavli, and saying that every time it says Shosik Rab, which is this funny lotion that you find Kemat only by Rab, not exclusively, but Kemat, is something related to the fact that he had what to say Alpinista, but he didn't want to say Alpinista. So the Chavis Yarg says that if that's the case, I have a aura. Listen to this. So the Chavis Yarg, that we find there's a big shyland showing him what to do with a Shasik Rav. In fact, I have a Gemara where the Gemara wanted to base Halachalamaisa on a Shasik Rav. You know where the Gemara is? Babakama daf yud He quotes this Gemara. So says the Chavisiyar, Loitir Amami Pano, who said in the Sefer Yonis Eilin that really every time it says Shasik Rav, he just didn't want to say the answer. So how could the Gemara say, I'll prove to you that Rav holds Shaman Lamashal Shoyal and that Shmuel holds Shaman Lamashal based on the fact that it was Shasik? Yeah, if. Mortals are shasik, it's shtika kaida. But when Rav is shasik, the Yonah Salem was megala to us, that no, means that he hoyolah malahashiv. Savifalu was hoyolah malahashiv. So how could you prove anything from the fact that was shasik Rav? This is the Chavis Yor's cash. So the Chavis Yor, you have to say that being that Ein Lonu Eisik bin Astaris, that when it comes to halachal amaisa, we don't work with what the Emes is in the Oilmanister. We chesh been based on the Oilmanikla, and if Rav didn't have a teretz in Nikla, that means halachal amaisa. Even though it's true, Rav was hoyolah malahashiv, and that's shasik Rav. The Chavos is looking up in Nister. I'm not going to tell it to you. But the point is, is that says the Chavis Yor, it's nifla mamish apirish. 
on our Gemara that Emechanam, he had what to say, Alpi Nisler, but if in Nikla you don't have what to say, then when it comes to Allah Chalamaisa, Al Zen Nemar, Ein Lanu Esik Binistars. Now, this Indian, Shosik Rab, is something that we've talked a lot about. In what context? So, really, based on the Loshana Rambam, in Perik Beis and Hilchis Deis, the Rambam's talking about the Maila of Shtika. He says, Lo'ilam Yarba Odem Beshtika. So the Ram says two times you should talk. Either if you have something very intelligent to say or if your life depends on it. But other than that, don't talk. Amru says the Ramam al Rav Talmud Rabbeinu Akadish Shaloy Sach Sicha Betela Kol Yamaf. That Rav never spoke Sicha Betela during his entire lifetime. The Kasef Mishnah says the Perikayoshin. I saw this about Rabbi Yochanan and Zakeh. The Rabbi Yochanan and Zakeh never spoke a sikha b'teil. In fact, if you look up the Gemara there, the Gemara says it with regards to Rabbi Yezer Hagadol as well. Avol al Rav eni yodeya keis mekayim. He says keis is not something I can find. I have no idea where this comes from. Over the years, we mentioned kasha that the gedolei achreinim ask, and that is there's a brisa that the goinim had. Rashi quotes in an art. Uh, say that Adairus quotes it very much by Arichos when he talks about Rav under Abba Arichos, because Rav's real name was Abba, that mentions Asorim Milu de Chasidus, ten Hanhogis of Chasidus that Rav was knowing. And if you go through the Asorim Milu de Chasidus, it doesn't mention that Rav never spoke a Sicha Betela. And the Achroinim asks that Loimi Boya, the Kesef Mishnah, said that I can't find a Makar to this. Loshin of Amru al Rav, Talmud Rabbeinu Akadish, Shalaisach Sicha Betelam Yamav. But I have a better Kasha. I have a Brisa that lists the top 10 Chumras of Rav. How is it possible that if Rav never spoke a Sicha Betel, it would not have made the top 10 list? It can't be. What, this is the 11th biggest Chumra? And in fact, go through the list. This looks bigger and definitely harder to do more than that. Right? The Rambam, when he talks about the Sicha Betel that Rav didn't speak, he says, Vizui Sichas Reif Kaladam. So if Rav didn't speak Sichas Reif Kaladam, how is it possible how you talk and it didn't make the list? But the bottom line is, this is what the Rambam says. Umra Rav Tamud Rabbeinu Akadish, Shaloi Soich Sicha Betel Koyamit. The Kamakulans in the Shtabru, all the Sinais, if you open up a safer of a Sinai, of a, the grace of a Kim, they all try finding maybe a shtikl makar to what the Rambam says. And the MS is, as far as I know, nobody found the makar. I mean, we've been working on this for years, but it doesn't seem to be a mefurish makar to what the Rambam says. Stating that, there are a lot of maramakoimis where you find this Indian that Rav was a shaskin, just to mention a few. The Gemara says in Sukkah Chafala from the Beis, Afilu Sichas Chulin Shal Chachamim is Sarech Talmud. We learned it from the Pasuk, you know who said it? Rav said it. Rav said, you have to learn up Sichas Chul and Shaltamid Chachamim because Sicha Betela, no such thing as Sicha Betela. The Gemara says in Chagigad Afheya Midbeis that one day after 120, a person's going to have to give Din Vecheshbin for every single thing he does. And the Gemara says, you know what it means? Everything? Afilu Sicha Kala Shebein Ishle Ishtar. You're going to have to give Din Vecheshbin for. You want to know who said that? Rav is the one that said that. The Achreinim say that you find throughout Shas that the Gemara was Medayak in Rav. Hadir Rav. Lav Beferish Itmar Ela Michlala Itmar. 
the Amoyroim were medayik Rav more so than other Amoyroim. The reason is because Rav's Hanhaga was that he was just a Shaskin. Chazal say Psachim Gimel Amidbeis Lo Oynam Yishna Adam LeTalmidoi BeDerech Kitzara. Even when you're teaching and you're saying over Torah, you should say over Torah BeDerech Kitzara. You know who said Lo Oynam Yishna Adam LeTalmidoi BeDerech Kitzara? Rav is the one that said it. So again, a Mefurish Makar we don't have. Maybe we even have a Makar Fakat from the fact that it didn't make the top ten list of Rav's Chumras. The same time, there's many, many chazals that talk about the shtika of Rav, shasik Rav. Rav was hoyloy malahashet, but Rav was a shaskin. So this is a fascinating idea that comes up if you know how to look out for it again and again and again and again. But I'll tell you a davar nifla. Here is the aim base medrash belechidish, and I found this recently in one of the svarim from Agoyin Agadol, Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Soifer and this is in his sefer Bris Yaakov. It's in Simen Gimel. So in Anaf Zayin, he talks about Be'inyin Hanhogos HaChasidos Shal Rav. So he talks about the Chasidos of Rav. And then he says, quote, He says, I found a Dover Chodesh in this sugya. Be'igeres michad min kamayo de kamayo zal, mizman rabbi seno ha'goinim zal, lifnei elef shonim v'maylo. He says, I found a Dover Chodesh in a letter that comes not just from a katman, but min kamayo de kamayo. It comes from the times of the Go'inim. He says, this letter is over a thousand years old. He says, I found this letter printed. Here's the line. The Chasidei Eretz, they always used to take on so if there was someone that goes so if he saw that his father had a certain anhaga, he would take on that anhaga. Or if he saw his Rebbe had a certain anhaga, he would take on because you find this by Rav, that he took on the chumras of his Rabbi, Rabbeinu HaKadosh. And Rav himself, when he was noyak, his esem midas of chsidus, we find that his talmidim kiyodua took on and they divvied up amongst themselves the chumras that he had been noyak. So what's this Tav Chodesh Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Seifer found? That Rav's Chumras, that are legendary, we have Mamish going back to the Goinim, this Braisa of Asar Mil de Chasidos. Where did they come from? These are Chumras that Rav was Noyeg because he saw his Rebbe, Rabbeinu HaKadosh, being Noyeg, these Chumras. And he says the... This Goyen who's writing this letter that Chasidei Eretz may oyulam him oichsem darchei atzadikem abeisayim vegam rabeisayim. Snez Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Soifer lefize you could be meyashiv a diktuk niflin the lashon of the Rambam. The Rambam when he brings this he says quote Amra Rav Talmud Rabbeinu Akadosh shaloisach sicha betelu kol yomav and so many times over the years we've made this dig Amra Rav Talmud Rabbeinu Akadosh why the Ram have to tell us who Rav was and why is Rav being referred to as Talmud Rabbeinu Akadosh now Balabatish I always thought because if the Ram would have said Amra Rav shaloisach sicha betelu kol yomav you would say my Rebbe your Rebbe like who's Rav 
Right, Rav, Amra Abaya. Okay, we know who Abaya is. But Rav, the name is a little bit ambiguous. Oh, but said Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Soifer that you want to know where the Rambam was coming from. Amra Rav, Talmud Rabbeinu HaKadosh, because he was trying to emphasize this Nakuda that you want to know where Rav got this Chumra from. He got this Chumra. He got it from his Rebbe, because that was the meaning of the Hasidic Oilam, that they used to always take on the Chumras of their father and their Rebbe, and the Goinim bring it from Rav. That Rav Mitoisov came from his Rebbe. And if that's the case, Then this is another place where the Rambam says this. This is in Hilchis Tefillin of Mezuzah. So it's in Perik Dalet Halacha Chafei. The Rambam over there is talking about the Kedusha of Tefillin. Kedusha's Tefillin, Kedusha Gedoyle. She calls man she Tefillin al Rosh Hashalad of Azroya hu Anav. A person tried to wear tefillin as long as he could, because when a person wears tefillin, he's a different person. Amru Olaf says the Rambam. Al Rav Talmud Rabbeinu Hakadosh Shekol Yamav Loi Ra'u Shaholach Arba Amis Beloi Torah Oi Beloi Tzitzis Oi Beloi Tefillin This Rambam is talking about a different Chumra of Rav That Rav never went down on Amis Beloi Torah Beloi Tzitzis Beloi Tefillin And again, how does the Rambam describe Rav? Amru Rav Talmud Rabbeinu Hakadosh Why is the Rambam referring to Rav as Talmud Rabbeinu Hakadosh? Said Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Soifer Fehein Hein Advarim In other words, what emerges is that the legendary Chumras and the legendary Anhogas of Chesidus, of Rav, they really trace themselves back to Adair Freya. They really are rooted in Rav's Rebbe, Rabbeinu HaKadosh. And that's maybe why, when the Rambam brings the Chumras of Rav, he refers to Rav as Talmud Rabbeinu HaKadosh. Because in this Indian, he was a Bro Karada He was a Talmud Adonai Rabbi. He was taking on the chumras that he had observed by his grace Rebbe. Now the emiss is, if you think about it, we know that Rabbi Yehuda Anasi, Rebbe, Rabbeinu HaKadosh, was a parish. The Gemara says that when Rabbi Yehuda Anasi passed away, he lifted his ten figures and he said he didn't have anome oilam haza afilomi espektan. We have the Mishnah and then the Masech Tesoyte that says, Mishameis Rebbe, Batla Anava. Yom Shameis Rebbe, Batla Kedusha. So really, the Chesidus and the Hanhogis Toivus and the Lefnim Meshur Sadin, that was Rabbi Yehuda Anasi's Avoidah, is something that's legendary. But what we have here is a Chibur and a certain connection between the Avoidah of Rav and between the Avoidah of Rabbi Yehuda Anasi. Now, Kemuvin, Kemuvin, Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Soifer takes this and he runs with it. And he mamishes Mishtasheya. And this is read that Be'ez HaShem we're going to get to another day. But just to be Messiah, we talk a lot about Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, who either wrote the Mishnah or he collected the Mishnah. Markedisle, Markedisle, Dvaramatikin. But the bottom line is the author of the Mishnah in English was Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi. Everybody knows that. And we also know from learning Gemara that the Mishnah was written by Lashon Ketzara. In fact, Talmud Bavli 101 is, is you learn a Mishnah, and the Mishnah is always going to be a little bit of a, is going to be a little bit sussum, and as a result, there's going to be an Ibayalahu, there's going to be a Machlikis Amiram, how to understand the Mishnah, what's the Gemara's first move? Toshma. What's Toshma? Come in here, let's bring a Braisa, and from the Braisa, there'll be a Gilu, maybe how to understand the Mishnah. Why was the Braisa Megala on the Mishnah? Sapashit, it's just similar halacha, albeit, but Nusachach 
But the oimik is that the Braisa was written lengthier than the Mishnah was. Because Rabbi Huda Nasi, when he wrote the Mishnah, he wrote the Mishnah Belashin Ktsara. He followed this motto of La'olam Yishna Adam Letamidai Bederech Ktsara. And it's in that way, it's in a Derech Ktsara de Ga'ifen, that the Mishnahis is written, which is why we have the Talmud Babli the way we have it. Because think about it. If the Gemara would start off with a Braisa, which is the last Hashemah and Asugya, so what would we have? I mean, we started with the punchline. The Territ says you start with the Mishnah, which is very, very awesome, and then we work our way through in real time, we harvan the Sugya, and then the Gemara pulls out a Tashma, a Braisa, that very often is Gidibi Machriya, some Shaila that was a little bit unclear in the Mishnah. But the bottom line is, is that Rabbi Yehuda Nasi, when he wrote the Mishnah, how did he write the Mishnah? He was Beicher to write the Mishnah, Bederech Kitzar. That's the way the Mishnah was written. And the question is, why? Good. So there's different theories you could have, but I think this is a, 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 a new neufech as to maybe why Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi's Mishnayis were written by Derech Tzara. And really it's based on that Lashon Rambam, the Rambam that we just mentioned. So the Rambam says, Lo'olam yarbe adam b'shtika, yedaber elo oibedvar chachma, oibedvarim shetzorich lem l'chaye gufoy. Amra Rav, Tamra Rabbeinu HaKadosh, I'm skipping a little bit. Says the Rambam, That when it comes to learning, you should speak b'derek tzara. If you look up the Gemara Pesach and Gimel Amid Beis, Rashi says, you know why? Not to confuse the Talmidim. Because if you're going to talk too long, so you get, it's easier to remember. I think in this Rambam, it's Mavur, a different Pshat. The Rambam is in Hilchas Deis over here. The Rambam is talking about Milus Hashtika. And the Rambam in his Sif, where he talks about Milus Hashtika, says, even when it comes to learning, you should be a Shaskin. If the Rambam held that the Yisoyed of La'ilam Yishna Adam Tamid B'derek Tzara is a way to get the Talmidim to remember, you know what the Rambam should have brought to Salah? In Ilchas Tamataira. The Rambam doesn't bring in Ilchas Tamataira. The Rambam brings in Ilchas Deis. Because the Rambam held, not like Rashi, it's not a din in Ilchas Tamataira, it's a din in Ilchas Deis. It's an Indian in Shtika. It's so true that you should be a Shaskin. I feel with the very Torah. If Rav is like Sachsicha Batayla Koyama, and if we have Rai after Rai after Rai after Rai after Rai, to this Maila Sachtika that Rav was so odd to, and where did Rav get this from? Amra Rav Talmud Rabbeinu Akadish, like the Goinim already said, that Rav Midoisov Shal Rav came from Rabbeinu Akadish. That means this Mida of La'ilam Yishna Adam Latamida Badarach Tsar comes from where? It comes from Rab. It comes from Rebbe, which we know it does. But the, you saw it, and the Shirish of it is, is that the Mailas Ashtika, the Mailas Ashtika comes from Yudha Anasi. The Mailas Ashtika comes from Yudha Anasi. And in the Rambam, it's Bavur, that Mailas Ashtika is something that parlays into Divrei Torah. And it's a reason that Divrei Torah should be written by Tzara. Maybe... It's a noifich as to why the Mishnayis was written with Eric Tzara. You know why the Mishnayis was written with Eric Tzara? Because who's behind the Mishnayis? 
It's Rabbi Yehuda Nasi that's behind the Mishnayas. And even though we only know Amra Rav Shloy Sachsicha Betayla Kol but it sounds like it was true about Rabbi Yehuda Nasi as well. And that's the Oymik on Amra Rav Talmud Rabbeinu Hakadosh Shloy Sachsicha Betayla Kol Incidentally, the Ramban in Parshas Kedoshim, the Ramban in Parshas Kedoshim, Kedoshim Tiu Kadosh Atzmachav Mutolach Novel Bishos Atayra. So the Ramban over there talks about Ma'ilus Ashtika, and he says Amru all of our Rabchia. Rav Chia was Rav Yehuda Anasi's Talmud Muvik. But he was the Talmud Muvik of Rav Yehuda Anasi. But the bottom line is, Rabbeinu HaKadosh was Loi Sach Sicha Betele Kalyama. If he had this Mailas Ashtika, and it could be it's that Mailas Ashtika, a Hilchas Deus, the reason that we have the Mishnayas, Belosh and Ketzara, the way we have it.